Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. It's football time in the bluegrass. You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast, brought to you by our good friends at Justice Dental. It's getting cold out. There's a lot of uh, we we had to do the new insurance thing. They take plenty of forms of insurance. You, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you don't got to worry about a thing at Justice Dental. Two locations, one in Blazer, one in Wellington, either side of town. Very convenient. The biggest convenience is just it's your one-stop shop. You don't got to go all over the place. You don't need a root canal. You don't need to travel somewhere else. You don't need to do all that sort of deal. They'll take care of you at Justice Dental. Just go ahead and uh, visit them online. You can schedule your appointment by visiting justicedental.com. That's justice, like, Law and order, justice. Yeah, yeah, justice. They're giving your teeth justice. Justice dental. That's not the. That's not the saying. They should, they should use that. They should though. It's it's a great, great saying. Uh, and you can give them a call at eight five nine five four three zero seven hundred at Justice Dental. Uh, Nick Rash here with Freddie Maggard, Charles Walker, Andrew Franklin. Freddie, you look a little, uh, your a little sc- sore. Your screen is dirtier than mine, and I thought mine was the dirtiest. Ooh. Mine's pretty bad too. I don't know if you can get the angle. Look at look at Nick's. I mean, this oh, is great. Mine, mine's filthy. Oh yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Bad too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These are these are working computers. You look like you've been driving behind a coal truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing though, Freddie? You look a little. Uh, I am sore. Worked out. Then my six-hour trip to Middlesbrough. <laughs> oh, that old. I get sore when I work out and go on long car rides. I'm getting old. You didn't make the trip in a coal truck though, did you? I no, but you know I would have. Uh, it's a good trip. 
Yeah. They, they were great hosts. The Yellow Jackets the press won, right? Press box was awesome. Freddie loves the, the hometown press conference. I do. I, press boxes. I, I do. I, that's a lot of fun for me to sit in a hometown press box. But uh, Jordan Ferguson, is that her name? Yeah, Middlesbrough kicker. Yeah, sang the All-time national anthem. Score. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, came up in a press box in her uniform and sang the national anthem. So I feel like uh, we don't do that enough. Like last week, Marlena Van Hoos is great. She's my favorite. But yeah. maybe one week we just, you know, let Justin Rigg come up and sing while yeah. his pads on. I think that would be great. Man, uh, it was pretty great watching Kentucky just do whatever the hell they wanted to on offense Saturday. Really do everything except just take care of the ball, hmm. which is kind of the name of the game this year for this team. It's pretty crazy if you look at the uh, the turnover stats, Drew, at like like the rankings. Mm-hmm. It's just Kentucky and a malaise of bad football teams. Like Arizona. The record does not match. Florida. Yeah, every other team down there is just terrible. And then here you have – Kentucky in the mix. They're still finding ways to win. Um, you were standing next to me when I asked Liam Cohen about Chris Rodriguez fumbles. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if he wanted to punch me in the face, stab himself. Like he, like you could just feel he was just like, fumbles. Ugh. Yeah, and he had no answers. Like, what do you want me to say? He's fumbling. I mean, it happened. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, we want me to go in there and tell him not to fumble again. He knows. He knows what he's doing. It's just, it's just, it's happening. And it just it, the the part too that really, really hits you even harder in their groin too, Charles. It's like fumbling inside the five. It's like you're getting ready to score in your uh, – it's the Charlie Brown-Lucy uh, deal, you know. She's just pulling the football out from under him. Yep, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And I think we uh, we talked about the 36 points and if that was too much or what we were doing. And, God, it looked like we could have won that game by 60. Could have named the score. If we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. If we wanted to. Yeah, and watching Will Levis – just kind of get after it a little bit, you know. He's got a uh, – I think the word's drive. I think that's the right word where he's just like – There was one of those scrambles that their safety was about two yards behind the first down, as in two – well, yeah, two yards behind the first down, I'll say that. And instead of, you know, a safety wanting to come up and tackle a quarterback like you'd think they'd want to – 12 was just sitting there waiting for Levis to come and bulldoze him. And I loved every second of it. But, I mean, like you said, he's got that drive, and that's that's the kind of player he is. I think that's the kind of player the fans like to see because we know that that kind of turns him on and then he's ready to go. Yeah. He needs that hit. It was it was right after that fumble, too. It was mm-hmm. just like, here's the bounce back. Just let him go lower his shoulder against somebody. But, I, you know, a safety can't wait to take a lick on a quarterback, typically. Well, not with – not when you got what six foul six four two forty is that where he six yep. foul six foul two foul is that is that is that kind of where he is cruising He's down the street six and by six foul yeah six foul <laughs> <laughs> oh man I also like the Will Levis play where it's just let's throw it and the receiver breaks a tackle and then runs really far Freddie that's a it's a good play yeah it's good good play for the quarterback you know, yeah you know a lot of uh, Throw the football, let the receivers do the work. But, yeah, 459 yards passing was really good for Kentucky. 248 on the ground. I liked uh, uh, Kentucky averaged uh, first down every time they snapped the football, which is really good. <laughs> 29 first downs for the game. Um, but defensively, there were some statistics that jumped at me as well. Six quarterback hurries – or six, uh, six quarterback – excuse me, I'll say that again. Six pass breakups, Charles. <laughs> there we go. I'm not, I'm not focused – and a pick six was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I like – but to me, I mean, what jumped at me was how the second and third team de- defensive players looked faster than the first team guys. Oh. Th- they didn't know where they were going half the time. <laughs> but but they were flying and moving around. That that encouraged me. Uh-huh. Uh, I was really impressed by Khalil Saunders. I, I, he, he, he popped at me as far as moving. And it was great to see Derek Jackson back there. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. I was so fired up for that yeah, kid. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, because that, that's a tough injury. And Achilles, and to come back so quickly and to get that satisfaction, to get that, that pop, you know. And I think one of the we, biggest hits of the game, I think. <laughs> that was awesome. And we got, we got a good sense of what Trevin Wallace can be and is going to be. Five tackles, quarterback sack, pass breakup, forced fumble, in limited time because of a lot of linebackers running through there. I really like the youth, but 
It was a great way. Saturday was a great send-off to the seniors. Justin Rigg with two touchdowns, which was great. Josh Alley, his two catches, biggest game. Two touchdowns. Yeah, two catches, two touchdowns. Josh Alley, biggest game yet. Uh, two touchdowns, 164 yards receiving. That the was good to see. 62-yard touchdown, too. I didn't know yeah. he had it in him. I, Wondell, though, man, if that dude – it's almost like if you could uh, – how close can you get to scoring without scoring? I think yeah. he could. Oh, I think he, he could be the best of the best. Yeah, I mean, he and Ali still had between them 15 catches and over 300 yards, which for this program, <laughs> I don't know the crazy. numbers on that, but that probably hadn't happened often. And That's then Wandell, really just about five yards from adding two touchdowns. Maybe yeah. even three, because he had the one where he went out of bounds. Yeah, I, I thought they gave him a bad spot on that one, too. So, he was even closer. That, was a, that was a great catch, too, yeah. by the way. It's a great yeah. catch, but, God, it should have just been a touchdown. Pretty, yeah. yeah. Levis well, put it too close know? to the sideline, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 but uh, then you had the 79-yarder. He just kind of ran out of steam yeah. at the end, and then that was the, the Chris fumble right after it. But uh, Another number I liked was 10 quarterback hurries. KD McDaniel had three, which was that, – Yeah. That, that's, that's good to see that. Uh, but yeah, some a, lot, good. a lot of good defensive numbers. Kentucky, uh, New Mexico State was averaging, what, 264 passing? What they get? Uh, 181, so held them below their season average in passing and total yards, kept them out of the end zone. The, the second quarter was aggravating. Yeah, um, yeah. But the second half, what, three first downs for the, for the, entire, for second the entire second half? Pretty much shut them down. The, uh, you mentioned Katie McDaniel too, Freddie. He was one of those that I kind of worried about at the beginning of the year. But – I think he's grown through the kind of trial by fire with, yeah. you know, wanting to kind of hold J.J. back some, Jordan Wright getting hurt. So, um, uh, Wright is expected to be back this week, though, so we might not see a whole lot of K.D. McDaniel. No, no offense, K.D. I would just much rather see Jordan Wright. Um, I'd like to see him get after uh, Mikael Cunningham, you know. Uh, I, and he's been fine this year. But I thought this was going to be a huge year for Jordan Wright. So, you know, one more game, we can get something really good out of him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I wanted to mention a few more things about the New Mexico State game. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm kind of drawing a blank, Drew. Just the game overall? I just hate Louisville so much, and I just want to talk yeah, about how much I hate it. It's right here. We've, it's no longer looking ahead. It's here now. That's why it took minutes after the game, as you know, we're in there asking questions, and it's mostly Louisville. There wasn't a whole <laughs> lot of tell me what worked today. It was already tell me what's on your mind about the, the rivalry week. Oh, man. And uh, so you get you get a lot of ends of the spectrum, too, Charles, which you, you know pretty – I mean – Mm -hmm. You have the, the Trolls Walkers, the I grew up in, uh, in the city and I'm ready to kick their ass. Yep. And then you have the exact opposite, which is like Quandre Mosley, who's, oh, I, don't, I didn't watch him play. I saw my, one of my friends got an interception for him, so I was happy. But, uh, yeah, we're going to beat him, you know. Like, no, yeah. like just it's good. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Like, it, it's just – I love the spectrums from it. I also love Wandale taking a shot at him, too. Like, that was good. They didn't recruit me. So, like, if you want to be – if you're a good player, you know where to go. So yeah, looking right at the camera and saying it. Do the, do the guys in that locker room, Charles, that aren't from Louisville, do they latch on to it pretty quickly? I think they do, and Stoops and the staff do a good job of, you know, explaining the history and maybe showing a couple videos on previous years and why, you know, this is a rivalry. And, you know, let's be honest, some of the Louisville fans just uh, not not the most likable people. So <laughs> if, you can, uh, if you can shove it down their throat as well as the opposing team, um, you know, you got to love that. Man, so here, I, I would like to start a seminar course. This can be our segment for this week, Freddie. Mm -hmm. How to learn to hate Louisville, okay? I think when you're teaching this class, too, it starts with a picture of Bobby Petrino just mm -hmm. at the front of the classroom. Uh, you show Neck Bobby. brace or no neck brace? Um, it helps if you want to imagine it. Yeah, okay. yeah. We can start with a neck brace, okay. and then okay. we get right after that. Ooh, you show that after the pick of – Brez walking with him, yeah, right? That's an iconic photo. Yeah, because then, and then also, like, you know, you might trick him into thinking, like, ooh, maybe that's how he got in the neck brace was <laughs> because Brez was holding him by the neck. Ignore the Arkansas yeah. stuff. Around We're writing there. our own storyline here. Yes, yes. Um, but he, curveball, it wasn't Brez. It was Denzel Ware's trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we, we include that. We also need to dig down deep and find the tape of Luke Fortner Getting ejected. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I didn't know that happened in real time. I, I didn't – and I, I may have, but it just kind of – You want to talk about shocks. <laughs> I was on the sideline for that game. And when that happened, I mean, everybody was just floored and laughing. 
because <laughs> it's Luke, you know. Of any any player, Charles, could you imagine Luke Fortner being ejected? No, that's a that's a Logan Stenberg job. Right? <laughs> that, Not a Luke that's Not who a Luke I was standing Fortner. beside of. Yeah, Logan, and we were both like, okay. Uh, and it was during it was on a PAT. Yeah, of all like. Well, that's what you want. You want heart on every single snap, even if it is <laughs> only true. one point. <laughs> In the fourth quarter of a 40-point blowout. Yeah. Um, but I, that is one, too. Apparently, the footage has been lost to the archives. Um, it's just Man, he must have done something bad then. Like, it's not – like, you, you don't see it anymore. You can't find it. So, uh, that, that – I'll do some digging. Yeah. Well, well I might have to do some extensive <laughs> research from that game because I would I would love to see Luke Fortner give him the old one-two. Um might have to Mission Impossible into the facility over there, into the film room, and get the all-22. Jeff Bidette did a little one-two, but he did the, like, pop, pop, and then, like, back up real quick, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, I don't know how much uh, actual contact or, or fists are being thrown. The, the, the favorite thing that you – I think everybody needs to know about hating Louisville uh, – I'm talking to you freshmen out there who don't know this – is that not only – are they the worst, but they're the worst losers, mm-hmm. the worst kind of losers. They always come up with some sort of an excuse. There's L's down, hurt my feelings. So what you have to remember is that they're going to make excuses. Last time, they made their excuses days after. They said, oh, well, our tum-tums hurt. And <laughs> when I told everybody before the game, like, oh, they've got some, they've got some poyos with some sore tum-tums, I was fake news Nick, and then when they lost by 35, their fans were like, oh, but actually, their belly's hurt. Yeah, there was a stomach for every school. Oh, well, it turns out it's Monday. Scott Satterfield's yeah. letting everybody know. Our belly's hurt. They're really bad. We're already sick over here, so just don't, don't get mad when we lose. He set it up. They're the worst losers. And you know what? Right now, they believe. Really? Hmm? That happened today? Today, yeah. yeah, he yeah. He's sick. already they, – they've been sick. I which, didn't know that. which actually, yep. like, it could be why Omar got sick. I don't know. They might just need a different cook over there. Is that where? I mean, there was mold in the stadium. That's I mean, probably what they were it cooking. Wasn't with. Like there was just mold in that one spot. I'm sure it's spreading everywhere. I'm just living in mold. My goodness, that place just—it's a factory of awfulness. I, you, you thought it might have cleaned its act up when they got Papa John's out of there. Yeah. But no, no. It looks like uh, you can get in there though if you'd like this week. Yeah, they have tickets. There's pretty, tickets pretty available. Yep. They have tickets, and their fans hate Scott Satterfield, and then they love him, and then they hate him, and then they love him, mm-hmm. and now if they if they win, they love him, and if if they sorry when they lose, they hate him. I yep. just again, it goes back to the fan base. I can't can't get behind it. You know, they're not. Uh, not ride or dies, no, I say. No, not ride no. or dies. And let's be honest, their well, Twitter fingers are terrible. They are. And oh, they serve creative. beer there, and any they they end up getting with fights in each other. I mean, it's just it, I don't know what's going on what, at that stadium. What's remarkable too, Charles, is they serve beer, yet they still drink beer from garbage bags. I mean, you uh, you I have watched that video this morning. You have perfectly fine beers. Why do you need to drink it out of a trash can? Well, because earlier in the year. I had some friends attend a game, and they said they literally missed the entire second quarter of the game because oh, they were waiting in line to get That's why. That's so why they drink they just, that's why they drink they just go right for the trash can because they know there the might be some of that endless. trash bag and just get all that out of there. Mm, that's like the old mm. bar tab uh, shot, bar oh. slab or whatever. Is that the – Bar mat. It, bar mat. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. Man. Uh, Mark Stoops shouted out the alcohol at Papa Murphy's Cardinal <laughs> Stadium today in his press conference. He did. They were asked about the, the effects of it, which he got asked. I don't know when the last time y'all played him a night was, and it was the last time they played at the stadium. Um, so I, I thought that was He doesn't have to remember stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He remembers wins and losses, not what time of day it was. Well, no, so that, that was how somebody prefaced the question gotcha. to him. Yeah, and, and Mark said, you know, uh, they serve alcohol there, so, you know, it'll, it'll get a little rowdy. I, I think it will be – a relatively rowdy crowd, um, but I don't think it's possible to sell out that stadium. There's just it's like a pit <laughs> of fans, and if it gets close to a sellout, they're just going to stay in the parking lot and drink the whole time. Um, but I, uh, I, I'm worried. I'm not worried. I'm wondering what the the mood will be before the game because Thursday night, Freddie, I was watching Louisville play the worst defense in the history of Power Five football. I mean, at least Vanderbilt tried to tackle. Like Duke, just they want to know. I, my Duke could have played for that Duke and tackled better than they did. We we practice tackling quite often, actually, uh, at the at the Roush House. That Duke team wanted no part of tackling, and the Louisville fans I was playing cards with, they were having a good time, but they 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 still weren't that optimistic though. Like there, there was, you know, 
I think the most optimistic fan I got was 50-50. So I'm wondering how that's going to translate into a turnout. I think there's going to be a lot of blue in there. Um, I don't know, man. I'm getting the exact opposite from a lot of U.K. people. Not U.K. official people, but yeah. fans. U.K. fans being like, well, I don't know. This is Malik Cunningham. Miss Kale. Yeah, I mean, it, Mikhail, Malik Cunningham's pretty good. A lot that I've talked to have already conceded that, you know, it's eight and four and – what are we going to do after that? And so. that's such a loser mindset. <laughs> yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I love how we we now strive for absolute perfection. Like p- the people that were disappointed that they didn't score eighty last week. I know they could have without the turnovers, but I wasn't mad that they only scored fifty six. <laughs> the, the one that killed me was the Levis interception, where it's like he's just trying to, like he's like thirty yards out, like I'm going to go for the end zone, damn it, yeah. and he's like showing off at that point. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, so you can get mad at an aggressive, like no that. Some of the uh, – I, I don't understand some of that kind of like wanting to – I don't know if it's a de- defense mechanism where it's like we're going to put this – Mikhail Cunningham's going to run all over us. It's going to be bad. I just don't understand that mindset when you've beaten them the last two times by a combined 76 points. Yeah. 76 points. I mean, I, I'm probably too confident. Like uh, when that line came out. 78. I don't know. I can't. It's hard to count that many think, numbers. Is it 79? It's in the 70s. It's a lot of points. It's, a, it's more than it should be for a rivalry. It's, it's a lot of points. I, I'm probably a little overconfident. I've been hating on them all year as is tradition. But I, I still just think that even though their offense is great, I think Kentucky's going to be able to do whatever they want offensively as mm-hmm. long as we're not trying to force it in windows 30 yards down the field. In, in is as much too, Charles, as they – uh, as Kentucky fans see, like, oh, man, they've played good the last few weeks. Louisville's lost a lot of games they should have won. They should have beat Clemson. They were – I want to say they blown three double-digit leads in the fourth quarter this year. Uh, in, in two of those, about 18 points or more, correct? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a lot. And, no, they were outscored 18 to nothing twice in fourth quarter. That's what I, I was – I had to confuse. The other time it was 13 to nothing. Uh, Satterfield actually could have done a good job this year, but instead they're sitting at six wins because they're very good at falling apart in the fourth quarter. They're very good about running up the score against bad teams, and they're very good at scoring points against bad defenses, um, which you see a lot of in the ACC, Freddie. There's not a lot of high-quality football played in that yeah, conference. Yeah, Duke, Duke uh, was giving up 500 yards a game before – Last Thursday, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So this will be the second best defense they played besides Clemson, right? Yeah. As much as you want to be down on UK's defense, still a top five defense in the SEC. Yeah. I mean, ranked fifth in total defense. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's up there. Uh, But I I think you know Malik Cunningham is is trending upwards nationally. He's getting a lot of which he should. I mean, he he. I mean, you can't dispute five hundred yards or whatever he had against Duke. So. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's got a lot of uh, folks concerned. And I think the predictors of the game, the Vegas and FPIs and all that, yeah. I think are valuing Louisville's losses more than U.K. wins. Yeah. So, I, I you know. Which – which, I mean, that's just the way – that's, that's yeah. the only reason that I would have uh, to, to make any sense of, of the point spread and the predictions is because, again, that you know, valuing the losses that Louisville had and, and – and not giving Kentucky credit for the eight wins. Mm-hmm. The team total in Las Vegas is Kentucky 27 points. Am I crazy for hammering that this morning? No. 27? 27 points for the University they of Kentucky score, Wildcats. They score that in the first half. What does that mean? That it's basically are, the over-under just for Kentucky, not the oh. game. 27. And that's called the team total? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Louisville's was like 29. They could get that in a half. I'm learning a lot this year. Yeah, <laughs> but am I crazy for thinking it's likely no. they score 28 or more? No, I jumped on that. I can I can get the uh, the the overall total being like 56 or something because b- both teams value possessions. Like yeah, I could see it not like it, they're not going to be like a Louisville will score in big plays, but this isn't like a high tempo. We're going to throw it all the time. Like both teams like to run the football um, and. and I can see it, that being a lower-scoring game from that aspect. And I think that's something that you've got to remember about this Louisville football team, too, when you, it comes to defending Cunningham. Kentucky's pretty good at its run fits against running quarterbacks on design quarterback runs. Mm-hmm. But when a scramble happens, Freddie, just all hell breaks loose. Yeah, I think that's why McCall is going to play a big role uh, because while he won't get to the quarterback as a nose tackle, that's hard to do in a pass rush. But he will occupy two blockers, 
and space in the middle, so Cunningham won't be able to run straight up the middle, which is very dangerous yep. in passing situations. If you make him – force him to bounce outside and use the sideline as a as the 12th defender, that, that would be good for Kentucky. But, again, back to the predictors. Louisville's had one turnover in the past four games. Kentucky minus 14 on the yeah, season. Yeah. I think that factors into it. Uh, but that's that's something, you know, we're, we'll get into the keys of the game or whatever in a minute, but – Kentucky cannot turn the football over. Possessions are going to count so much yep. in this game. Whoever whoever uh, uh, turns it over first may lose the football game. You, you never know because these offenses, both offenses have the capability to score every time they got the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they, they're good at sitting on the ball too. You know, yeah. If you want to chew up some clock, go ahead, salt it away. Well, kind of. I mean, I mentioned earlier, we'll, we'll put a bunch of leads. Or, yeah. you know, uh, but you, I think the key to that though, Drew – I guess Louisville's strategy going into this game, you can't blow a big lead if you never have a big lead. So. No, and I mean, the Kentucky defense has been going the wrong way this last few weeks, but I, I see they're, they're capable of stepping it up in this particular game and slowing Louisville down. They're not going to shut them down by any means, but I just think that the Kentucky defense is much more likely to slow down Louisville's offense than vice versa. Yep. I think, uh, as Freddie alluded to, the way you shut down Kentucky's offense is you just force a turnover. Yeah, but hopefully we're not, you know, forcing things and Stoops has kind of got them reeled in on all of that. Rodriguez, my goodness, just bear hug the ball as tight <laughs> as you can in the red zone. And it's going to be 27 degrees. Yeah. That's advantage Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All them Florida kids on Louisville's roster. <laughs> Charles, I do love seeing all of the Florida kids wearing their sleeves and stuff. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign of – well, I don't want to say it. Weakness. Just say it. Just say it. Weakness. Yeah, sign of weakness. Yeah, there you go. Did you you wore sleeves though, didn't you? No. Oh, oh there Charles Walker, when you caught in sleeves. Caught All right, I'm, I mean, I'm taking this off. I'm done. <laughs> hey, uh, you're saying next Tigers. San Diego Tigers looking good. They gonna win a state championship? They just might. They might. They might just mess around and win a state championship. Oh, Freddie says no. Freddie doesn't <laughs> know. <laughs> Jack Savore leading us to the promised land. You got to play mail again. Well, no, we got to play the winner of Trinity Mail. You got to get past Madison Central. That's true. Oh, well, we Mr. One game. Well, we did play Davies County. What? Whose quarterback had like four thousand yards Joe and Humphreys. put a nice little uh, whooping on him. <laughs> so, yeah. I think the boys are buzzing at the right time of the year. Freddie Mags could be Franklin County. Them Flyers are fine too yeah. at the right time. They were all yeah. rocky there for a little while. Corbin went down. They got beat bad. Central had 496 yard rushing yards. How do you cool. You know what Johnson Central's going to do? It's hard to stop it, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I saw them. When were we down there? Three weeks ago? Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, well, look out for it. <laughs> Here they come. Grant Bingham just. Another team to shout out, we focus on Eastern Kentucky in this area, but over in Russellville, Coach Mikey Benton, yeah. uh, former UK yeah. uh, yep. defensive back, he's got Russellville playing well. They won 21 nothing. Yep. Moving on to the semifinals. And the Paducah Tillman Tornadoes. The Blue Tornado. Is that their, yeah. That's their logo. Yeah, the Blue back. Tornado. Tillman yeah. Tornado. They, uh, Seven and six right now. Seven and six yeah. in the quarter. That is – it's impressive. Seven and six and playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And the Kroger KSR game of the week. Yeah. Owensboro at Frederick Douglass. Gavin I love Wimsett. a game of the week in my backyard. Gavin yeah. Wimsettless Red Devils in the final four. They're yeah. back. Uh, that game – Went down to the wire last year. 28-27. Uh, was it a missed field goal? Yes. It was a missed field goal sent Owensboro to the state championship. Douglas won the year before. So, we'll, part three. Oh, what time? Do you know what time they're playing that? Is it at 6.30? 6 o'clock. They're at 6? Yes. I might have to sneak over there before Let me know the basketball game. Actually, yeah, if it's starting at 6, I can pull off. I a, have KSR press pass. There we go. I can pull off the Frederick Douglass Rupp Arena UK basketball doubleheader. I that, got that. That should be a good game. Gavin Wimson went to, went to Rutgers. He's pl- he played last week. Owensboro's averaging 48 points a game. Even without, without him. Without him. Good for those guys. Cause, and especially – I'm not going to say you're going to pack it up because your gal left, but you could understand if those guys were just like, yeah. well, screw this. But, Here's no, something. they're 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 still – they're busting heads. And you know what I'm still doing, Drew? What's that? 
catching tickets with my bookie. Mm. Uh, I mean, mm. I wish I was. I'm, I'm paying my bookie right now. Well, I'm glad you're winning. Yeah, because I'm not betting on your Tennessee Titans. Oh, my goodness. Actually, I bet on the Texans yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just don't get too filled up on Turkey Day because there's a feast, a feast of games this week. And I, I mean that quite literally, feast week. College basketball is happening. I got an app notification at 1230 that said, close game or UConn, this South Carolina awesome. women's basketball. Gosh, this is such a great week. Oh, man. There's like uh, – I think Dickie V is coming back for UCLA Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, That's a quick comeback for Dickie V. Yeah, I know. I got to slow him down. Just giving lymphoma a good one-two and coming back. Uh, and then – that's not even mentioning we've got the Egg Bowl on Thursday, which, by the way – uh, Ole Miss minus one. We got to be. Oh my goodness! We, I know. We are. Right? We are. We are all. The Big Blue Nation is behind Ole Miss. Of course. We go, need go to my bookie and do we it. We need the Lane Train to prevail to ensure that Kentucky is potentially eating sirloin steaks and blooming onions on New Year's Day. So keep that in mind when you're playing with my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag right now. Put your first deposit in. Use the promo code KSR. And they will double your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's right. Back to doubling your back to your doubling dig, your deposit. Because I to gave them all bucks. that money. Now they can go spread it around. Everybody signing up. It's Mississippi State minus one. Sorry. Are you kidding me? I'm betting no. that right now. Yep. <laughs> yes, you're betting it no, on my bookie. I'm on the website right now. You can see it. Oh I'm betting, man, that I'm is betting incredible. Right now. <laughs> Mybookie.ag. No risk, all gravy. Oh yeah, and also they have. Uh, they're doing something great, too, on Thanksgiving. $250 risk-free bet Thursday afternoon when the Dallas Cowboys host the Vegas Raiders. So you're betting wow. on the Cowboys, right, and not the Raiders? Like, why would, would you bet the, yeah, the Raiders? Would, yeah. Go so, Cowboys. Gosh, man, that is just – get in on that. That is a heck of a deal over at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code KSR, double your deposit, and roll in the winnings with mybookie. Man, I'm, I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Yeah, just give me all the football, the food. I had my canes giving yesterday, so I'm still a little full. You ever had raising canes for breakfast? Because I have. <laughs> Guess what? Had it for lunch, too. I'm on a roll. Wow. Still Go, going into Thanksgiving with a stomach that's ready to go. So you ordered a little too much canes? It was my year hosting. It rotates. It's my oh. first year, and I overshot the order by quite a bit. <laughs> I, I got a hundred. I got a hundred piece, and we didn't even need half that probably. Oh wow! So now I'm continuing to eat it all the way up until turkey season. <laughs> it's a great. They have great sauce. I, I also overshot on the toast. Another great leftover. Mm-hmm. Kind of made a sandwich with the chicken and mm. the toast. Did we? Ha- we did this show a year ago, and. Drew, did you buy the turkey that was too big? Oh, way too big. Okay, yeah. I had I to throw it away. That. Did yeah. I ever give the final update? No, you never get no. to use it. No, no, no. I mean, you can't, like, just microwave it to thaw it. So I gave it a few days thinking it would thaw, but it was just too big. It just too never frozen. thawed no. out. It was like Thanksgiving morning, and I'm, it, didn't, it never stood a chance. I had to go get another turkey. <laughs> <laughs> but I've learned my lesson. I haven't gotten it yet for this week. Probably should do that soon. What's today? Uh, Tuesday. Mon- Monday. Monday. Yeah, I should probably get a turkey. Yeah, I uh, I'm in charge of mashed potatoes this year. That's a, that's easy, you know. Potatoes, milk, salt, pepper. You got that? Yeah, yeah. Charles, are you going somewhere exotic for Thanksgiving? You got a wedding? <laughs> I'm yeah. not. Nope, no wedding. Uh, gonna be in my parents' house. They just finished a nice back porch with a big old oh, nice. flat screen television and a fireplace. And nice. Sister and brother-in-law are coming up from Nashville with my niece, Margaret, mm-hmm. and my brother and sister who live in Louisville are bringing their baby boy, Boone, over. Ooh, and we are I like that name frying a turkey and smoking a turkey and Ooh. eating and not doing anything all day frying long. Frying and Sounds smoking? Fun. Yep. What about a hot dog review? Can we get one of those? We can dead? most. We can probably get. Uh, he's more of a kielbasa guy when it gets you know yeah. a little cooler. Yeah, but this season he's uh, he's. I've been on him to to get another one. Maybe maybe that'll be the Louisville Cardinal game. Maybe maybe we'll get a hot dog there. There you go. Mm, man, I uh, I'm excited though. It's gonna be. I love the Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. The gravy, mashed potatoes, turkey, just eating. I could eat that all day long. Stuffing's great. It's all great. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the desserts necessarily. You know, like your pecan pie and your apple pies. I get it, but mm, y'all eat it. Turkey and gravy, there's not, you can't beat it. Turkey is the uh, worst part of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I opinion. disagree with that. 
Now, a smoked turkey is different too, Freddie. I think turkey is actually better like three days later. It's better as a leftover. A cold, my, yeah, I mean, it's nice on. Like a thick-cut turkey sandwich is really good. Mm-hmm. But like just regular old like turkey and gravy, it's just, you know. But when you have the trio of gravy, turkey, and mashed potato in one bite. You know, yeah. Yeah. I get I got to separate my food. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mix it I'm all. I'm like up. Sheldon. I have to. I mix it all yeah. up. I can't I can't have my food touching each other. I'm a big uh I used to be that way, not touching each other, but I would eat one thing at a time. Mm. Now I'm just like put it all in the pot, scoop it up, put it yeah. in my mouth. It's going to be great. Deviled eggs are a big hit. Oh, oh, I can eat a million of them. Yeah, me too. I stay away. I was just looking at the football schedule. There's some some good games Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. I, I forget about Friday. There's so many too. Oh yeah, they do sneak some in on Friday. Oh, there's a We've lot. We got uh, Arkansas, LSU, or no? Who's it? Ar- Missouri, Arkansas, Arkansas Missouri. Missouri. Yep. Uh, uh, Iowa, Nebraska. We got uh, the Texas Longhorns. Probably going to lose again. Did you all see the uh, the obituary from Nebraska? I did. I did not. Oh, it's. Um, <laughs> Was it about their football program? Uh, yes. The grim <laughs> reality of the Nebraska Cornhuskers finishing yet another season with a losing record proved to be too much to bear for Milton Andrew Munson, who decided he'd seen enough of this world during the team's recent bye week. The Huskers may not have sent him into the afterlife with a victory, but at least they didn't lose. And sometimes that's the best you can hope for. Mm. He also said in lieu of sending flowers, please place an irresponsibly large bet on Nebraska beating Iowa. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Love it. Love but it. really, Thanksgiving is about hating Louisville. It, it's yeah. Or at least it became that when the Getting game moved. together with your friends and family and just really hating on Louisville. It used to be hating on Tennessee this week, right? That, this yeah. Was really and we, yeah. We got tired of that, moved them out of the way, and focused on our closer relatives, our, our little brothers down the street. And the, the thing, too, that I'm, I know I'm going to end up encountering as well is the kind of uh, – well, y'all are probably going to get us. It's not going to be fun. I just I just want them – I think that they did enough beating bad teams to get their fans confident enough to talk some trash to me on Thanksgiving. But that's something that we've kind of missed. We haven't gotten a lot of it. And, uh, frankly, I, I need that, that back and forth, Charles. I yeah. need, you know, uh, a cousin coming in and, oh, you were that, that – those little pussycats, you know. Like, it's just it's good old-fashioned fun. It's a, it's a good burn. Yeah, the Pussycats. Never All my uncles before. are big Louisville fans, so it's always great for me now to go back and you, you you know, know, kind of smack talk them all week long. Have you heard their, their latest comeback? No, but I – well, what it's, is it? When you throw your L's down, they say, guns down. I don't even get it. Because Kentucky had players who didn't have guns get in trouble for quote-unquote guns. That was like five years ago. Sorry. No, no, no. That was the, the spring oh, thing. Oh, 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 That's their oh, retort oh, for the okay, spring, okay, even though okay. – Even though most recently didn't like three of their players like shoot each other at the retreat or something. Yeah, and they were – On accident. That was on the injury report. It said yeah. out, gunshot yeah. wound. When the ESPN graphic says players are out for a gunshot wound, you, you, you've already lost the gun joke. And that, that's, yeah. that's the thing that really – they're not very self-aware. No, not no, self-aware, that is definitely the case for, for Louisville. That, uh, the entire athletics department over there. Man, uh, and this is this is one of those weeks, no offense to you, Charles, but I really wish our good friend Gerald Lorenzo was with us because we were having this conversation in the press box, Drew. Jared would not only be just loving the Louisville Smack Talk this week, Will Levis would be his favorite player ever. He would be like T.O. crying, that's my quarterback. Oh. Uh, talking about Will Levis. Especially with – Like, I think he would celebrate the interceptions knowing that it's like his <laughs> yeah. kindred spirit. <laughs> he, he, he would. He exactly would. And then today, Levis tweeted out, um, I don't have <clears> – okay. <laughs> I don't know how he does this too either, Freddie. I know you're technologically yeah. sa- savvy, so yeah. you can probably show me how you did it. But Will has changed all of the L's that he's using in Twitter – to upside down that. L's yeah. to where his the wills in his name are now L's down. Looking forward to a great preparation. Excited to be a part of this rivalry. Let's go. And it's just every single one of those L's is upside down. I, I love, you know, Stoops talked today about how there's a lot of guys who don't really know this rivalry. They haven't been here long, didn't play the game last year. You know, I wondered if he'd be one, Wandell, a lot of the young guys, but that tweet shortly after Stoop spoke kind of proved Levis. <laughs> Levis already figured it out. He gets it. Oh, and I don't man. think it'll take the others long. No, no. I don't think it will take them very long at all. Um, and, and not just for guys that are from Louisville, but 
if you don't have a bad taste in your mouth from like the that losing streak, and you want it, because and that was the bigger point that Stoops made today too. Is he's like, you know, the rivalry. Yes, it does mean a lot. He's not going to downplay it whatsoever. But it's like, you know, there's been five or six teams since 1949 that have won nine games. Yeah. Like this, this that's a big deal. A New Year's Day bowl game, like. There's a lot on the line. It's a lot more than just going out and beating the snot out of Louisville. You can check a lot of boxes with a win and really have a fantastic, phenomenal season by putting an exclamation point on this season. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot to play for. Uh, a Florida bowl game, which we all think it's going to be the outback. I'm ready for some blue and onions. Yeah, and mm-hmm. – and a nine-win season, which, what, five, four since forever. It was five since 49. Yeah, since 1949. That uh, was even before I was born, Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that, that's a lot to play for, uh, for a team. You know, I hate to keep going back to the minus 14 turnover ratio margin, but Kentucky's had to do a whole heck of a lot of good to overcome a whole heck of a lot of bad. The turnover margins, the front the, seven injuries. The injuries, yeah. The personnel – issues that won't be fixed until 2022. Kentucky's had to do a lot of good to overcome a lot of bad. Yeah. And uh, sitting at 8-3 and three right now, I, I think, is, is that's a really good season in my opinion because, I mean, again, it's virtually impossible to be 8-3 and three with a 14, minus 14 turnover margin. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at Kentucky's company in that – graphic that they showed at you know at the game yeah yeah it's crazy every team one and nine two and eight you know and here there's kentucky at eight and three i don't know i, I just think it's i think it's dag, daggone miraculous <laughs> to be with, honest with you with all that to play for and there's a lot of positive things on the line if they do turn over again and somehow you know hell freezes over and louisville wins that's kind of a season-defining loss. Yep. And the people that we think are complaining a little bit too much right now, I think you kind of got some good reason if the season yeah. finishes the mm-hmm. way it did. If, if, Like I said, you know, let's hope it doesn't get to that point. But if it does, that, that I can see why people would be disappointed in 8-4. And, and, and to describe it as a season-defining game, I think we, we kind of did that ahead of the Tennessee one. But this is more like every other Kentucky season forever. And Jared used to bring that up all the time. It's like, if you didn't beat Louisville – it was hard. You you weren't going to really have a good season because you weren't going to be have a winning record in SEC play. Now at least Kentucky has checked that box off. Yeah. So you've you know you've at least reached eight wins. But um, you know, it, there's a lot on the line. There's a lot on the line Saturday. It, it's 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 an exciting. It's going to be an exciting day of football. Exciting night of football. Like you said, going to be cold out at Papa Murphy's Cardinal Stadium. I don't really recommend the Papa Murphy's pizza. It's not great. Uh, do you have to cook it at the stadium? What's good That's in a that good stadium? Question. What they is good in that stadium? Nothing. Uh, beer. But you might have to wait a long time. They also, uh, uh, be, buyer beware, not every place just accepts cash either. Like, hmm? Yeah. And it, what annoys me about it too is then they charge you tax, which just is like you're going to charge me eight eleven instead of – like it just, it just annoys me. Um, that place. I have no interest in ever going to that place. It's, Ever. it's a fun place to drink beer on a Friday night. You Is know? it? I, I can name a lot of fun places that are good to Yeah, drink. exactly. There's, 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 there's a ton of them. <laughs> Don't you all get beer in the press box? They like to party that much yeah, that yeah. the reporters yeah. they don't want their drunk stories uh, to go up we'll about the couple, game. We'll get a couple post-game beers. They have a carving table. They – they they really treat their media well, and I, and you know you you can hardly yeah, tell. Yeah, of course. All right. I mean, like, if the FBI were in my building all the time, I'd want all the people writing true. the stories to be happy. Oh man, that place! I am jealous. You get media beers. Yeah. What year under Mitch Barnhart do you think media will get beer at Kroger Field? Whew. Um, if he's here for a hundred more years, how many years would it take for beer in the press box? Hundred and one. <laughs> That's probably true. I think you might be right. Yep. Um, ooh. And I think we've got to talk about our friend Dan Mullen right after this. <laughs> well, folks, another – another. wait, I didn't even – I don't think I hit Oh, I did hit I hope you're recording during the break. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a little Easter egg in there. <laughs> Uh-oh. Another, another week, another coach looking for a new job. Dan Mullen, done – at Florida, Freddie, I thought he was going to salvage his job by firing Todd Grantham, but yeah. then he couldn't beat Missouri in overtime. Man, that's – if you would have told me that this time last year, I, I don't – I mean, I would not have believed <clears throat> But things fell apart quickly 
at Florida. And, uh, and you have to, it has to go back to recruiting. Uh, while the Gators did well in the transfer portal, recruiting suffered. And that's just – that's the lifeblood of your program and just did not do it defensively. You know, grant them high risk, high reward. And the risk outweighed the reward. And, and it just it, – it came off the rails quickly in Gainesville, Drew. I, I, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, well, yeah, we did with McIlwain, similar records. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, but he had you know, that picture of him with that shark. Yeah, yeah, that, but that but you know, much. Florida wins <clears throat> the East last year, and now fires your coach before the season's over with. So, and I, I, I can add this to Mark Stoops' body count, even though it wasn't immediate. It's it started yeah. when they lost that yeah. one. Oh, it got yeah, the conversation yeah. at least being whispered a yeah. little bit around there. The um, <laughs> Mark Stoops' body. Count. <laughs> He's got a lot of them. <laughs> he they're, does. They're piling up. Yeah. In the, the unemployment office should thank him for the business. Dan also can blame himself for it, too, because he just – nobody is better at shoving their foot in their mouth than that idiot. Yeah. My God, he can be just well, such a jerk. maybe Scott Satterfield with some of his interviews. I'd put him up there with Mullen and just, hey, <clears throat> nope, just don't say that. What did you think of uh, who I think is a big dork, Eli Drinkwitz, mocking him with the Darth Vader, though, after <laughs> Loved beating him? It. Loved it. That it was, I'm a, I love a good troll job after you win, and I was pretty impressed that, you know, a guy that doesn't have a lot of personality he pulled that off. See, here's the thing with Drinkwitz that I think bugs me is because he actually does have some moments like that. He's just such a tryhard that it, like, it just – when he misses or when people think he hits, like – Media, we're the easiest crowd ever. We'll laugh at any damn joke we say. Even Mark Stoops' jokes that aren't jokes. You know, oh, we have he to. just we suck up. Yeah, but <laughs> like it's always they're just like <laughs> <laughs> to like the most not funny things, and they all fall for Drinkwitz. The lightsaber was great, especially because I didn't I didn't realize that that was the game that Mullen brought out the Darth Vader thing last year. Yeah, just um, full on costume gosh. during a press conference. And Drinkwitz got him back, sent him home with the lightsaber. I mean, he totally just got Qui-Gon Jinn right there. Just Oh, wow. Wow. Right in Nerd half. alert. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, big old nerd here. No but, yeah, what a, what a terrible demise for and quick demise for Dan Mullen. Yeah. Just a, such a likable guy. Mm. <laughs> so all of his friends, <laughs> both of them are outside the <laughs> campus right now protesting. Mm. Wife's just kissing all the guys on the way out. <laughs> I mean, kissing everybody. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> You, I, you know what, though? There's going to be some players at the University of Florida that are looking for a new home. They will. And if that new home is in Lexington, you know, I hear there's great dorms. Great dorms. Yeah. We have a great transfer system. It's yeah. been going well. Yeah. Really like what we've done with the place. Oh, man. Speaking of, Eli Ricks is in the transfer. Eli oh, Ricks. man. If, if Eli Ricks came to Kentucky and played for one year and then got and became a second-round draft pick, I don't know anybody – that was a cornerback at LSU that was a former four-star top 50 recruit and then went to Kentucky and mm. then did that. Mm. Don't know anybody We should just like have that. an LSU house that they can all come live in. Oh, rotate. We, put, we build them an apartment on top of Bourbon and Toulouse so they can just – There we go. It's it, true. They, they'll be right at home. They'll feel at home. Like they never left. I'd love an apartment about Bourbon and Toulouse. Me too. Yeah, CCI right there. We have That's gumbo good. right down the street that I'm probably going to be getting when we're done here. Didn't they, I thought they shut down. Not yet. I'm, I'm supporting every day that I can. Okay. Tell you what I had the other They're day. They're shutting down? They're going down to one location. Mm. Oh, oh so they're closing that one. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. The other one's nowhere near me, so I'll, I won't be getting it much. So really trying to support this one. Everyone support your local gumbo yaya. <laughs> I had pho the other day. You know, the, like, noodles, Japanese yeah. pho. Pho. I believe it. it's pho. Pho. What, what did I say? Vietnamese. But they pho. spell it pho. Yeah. yeah. What did I say, pho? It's, it's pho. like pho. It's the schwa sound. Well, it was unbelievable. So, I'm going to be getting that. And it used to be a chili guy. You know, just chili. It's cold chili. I guess I'm growing oh, up. Man, it's chili 26 Gillespie years season. old. It's See, definitely oh, Chili man, Gillespie. I really season. wanted Chili Gillespie, but we have the turkey sandwich, the leftover turkey oh, sandwich. Yeah. So, I think I need to get some, like, Thanksgiving prep in. Yeah. I've got, I've got pregame downstairs after this. Might have to do an in-between turkey. No, you're hopping on the canes. We already know that. You already said that. You already it twice, but I have to eat before Rupp Arena tonight, that other sport. So, you pregame your Thanksgiving by eating turkey? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I don't get anywhere near anything I'm going to eat until – Oh, Thursday. no. Well, you've got Friendsgivings and stuff, right, that you've been to? Where you well, eat similar yeah, Thanksgiving stuff? I, yeah. I'm always a hater of those. It's like, I mean, I get oh, no, they're great. I get it. You like, like your friends? No, I do. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Charles hates his well, friends. Well, half no. of my friends are Louisville fans. the title. Charles Walker hates his friends. See, see, half like, of my friends are Louisville fans, so uh, okay, I just can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. <clears> fair yet. enough. I do. I, I did used to not like Friendsgivings until now. I'm just like, oh, so I just get to eat another good meal and, like, drink wine? Like, oh, no. Here's This is what I'll say. 
Um, f- Why am I blanking on the? Oh, Secret Santa with your friends. Way better than Thanksgiving. Oh, no. Yes. Disagree. No. Oh, Secret <laughs> Santas are the worst. You have to like, oh, buy no, a gift. They are the best. You, you buy so many gifts for so many people. That's just one more gift. Yeah, to one of your really close friends, and you can make it just something so great when you all open it together. It is like, a, I got you. Like, I got you. And then you get to know who's going to get you. Marshawn Lynch, play that. Got, got, and getting got. Well, that's what I do. I'm going to get got, <laughs> but I'm going to got more than I'm going to get got. So, so like, I'm a giving, firm believer in are you, that. Are you giving out like whoopee cushions? Like what? Oh, way better than whoopee cushions. And it depends who my who depends on my guy is. Interesting. Last year, one of my friends he did not want this Christmas gift, but he got a cameo from Christian Watford. Oh, uh, oh see, that's genius. Yeah, that was uh, that's genius. Yeah, and like it was just I'm gonna I, give I, you I a cameo from legend. Dan Mullen. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Dan Mullen cameo. He needs the money. He does. I don't know. He's actually like probably doesn't need the money. But $80 million in buyouts among 14 coaches fired before the season's even ended. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. I mean, so at the end of the day, are you really that upset? How old's Dan Mullen? 45? 49. 49. He's only 49? He gets, I just threw that number out. Oh, yeah. He's got to be older. Sorry. He was at Mississippi State for a decade. So. Was he? Yeah. He was there for a long time. God. All right. So he's 55. Dan Mullen is 49. Thank 49. you. 49. Are you thank serious? You wow. Thank you. Oh I want to thank gosh. everyone for coming out. I really appreciate the support. So you uh, get fired, day, everybody. and they give you, what, $15 million over the next three years? Is that probably what it, somewhere around there? Something like that. I mean, yeah. God, it's almost like I dislike Dan Mullen, but maybe I want to be I respect him. respect the hustle. <laughs> so apparently the LSU coaching search is down to three now. Who? Bill O'Brien. Billy Napier. <laughs> Matt Campbell. Yep. And Dave Aranda. So, it'll probably be Napier, right? I don't know. Um, Our good friend Adam Luckett had a Galaxy Brain idea. And that uh, Galaxy Brain idea was that the Mark Stoops, Bill O'Brien scoopage that was let out was to push LSU boosters in the direction of Napier. Like, oh, you all don't want Napier? Well, what about these guys over here? That'll make Mm. you want Napier some, right? I like that uh, idea, that notion. Stoops, uh, you know, he did the you – know, it's just a distraction. I don't like any of that being out there. But I don't think he minds it being out there because it usually means that he's going to be compensated for it. Nevertheless, there's a ton of jobs out there. There's going to be a big ripple effect. And Florida, whoever they end up getting, I don't think like, – I'm, I'm, I'm not very worried about Stoops whatsoever – but you'd like to see something like that that be a, oh, no, kind of Tennessee disaster. Yeah. You, you want their fans to revolt. Uh, you I know. don't want Lane Kiffin there. No, I don't Or either. someone that's going to fire up that program. We need them to kind of limp into this hire. Yeah. Really need that. What about Bob Stoops? He's on the list. Of course, he's on all the lists. Actually, Bob does make sense there, though. They'd get to play Mark every, every year, have a little brotherly showdown. He uh, was there oh. previously. He's making so much money to have fun now, though. It's true. Would he want to get back in that chaos? So, Dan Mullen is one of those classic cautionary tales on while leave a good thing you got. I hope that Bob has belabored that point to Mark. Definitely. Or maybe Bob will sign a big contract and then tank to help Mark continue Ooh. to succeed in the SEC East. It's like Bill Belichick it's like getting taking one for the team. his former assistants to sabotage other teams. Mm-hmm. And then come back later on. Yeah, I would. I would just think about the jobs out there right now: USC, LSU, Florida, Washington, Washington, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech. <laughs> Some big jobs. That's the big ones. This is this is not a year we want to lose. One that concerns me that's open: Troy, John Seminole. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: I don't know how interested he. It it just depends on how how interested he is to get from the recruiting standpoint. Does he want to keep trying to to fight the big dogs to get guys to come to Kentucky, or is he good with getting the middle dogs and trying to climb up as a head coach? And he's just a year or two. Whatever Brad White does, he either slot into defensive coordinator or you Brad go White's a head Brad coach White somewhere. You go with him, your defensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. So he's on the verge if he wants any of that to some bigger opportunities. And, and Stoops did at least reward. Summerall pretty quickly. Like yeah. he got that pay bump and that co DC title pretty quickly. Yeah. So 
Um, hopefully that's the case. But, man, that just kind of shows you where the coaching carousel is. It's crazy, but we don't need to worry about that for now. Right now, we're not worried about Mikhail, Malik, Cunningham, yeah. whatever his name is. We're trying to get and, another and coach if you, fired. If you've noticed, we haven't mentioned any other players' names on the Louisville football team because they don't have any players. I don't think I can name it's any. The, really it can't. is the Mikhail Cunningham show. Uh, he does everything for them. He's their leading rusher. He's their leading passer. Um, Jordan Watkins is their leading receiver. If that tells you where their receiver room is, he's a fine receiver, but former Kentucky commit, best guy two years in, true sophomore. Like that's that's asking a lot. So if you pulled out a gun right now and put it between my eyes and said, "Name a Louisville player that's not Cunningham, or you're dead." I'm just I'm gone. Oh, I got I'm one. gone. I'm out. Uh, I'm tell my Fage, family I love them. Fage, they're oh Fago. Fago. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, you know that one. There's yeah. uh, they had Avery. Jack Avery. Avery was really good for them. They're, uh, CJ Avery. But he got hurt. Yeah, 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 that's right. But he, he's out for the year, I believe. Marshawn Ford's a good tight end. Yeah. He was a walk-on, right? If I'm yeah, it's a good story. You could be making yeah. these people up. But he was a, he was a walk-on, and that's kind of – he's one of their better skill <laughs> players. All right, now. hey, now, come on. Abdullah is a, is a good defender. A lot of havoc. Sure. Well, guess what? 14, Rodriguez 15 tackles for, for loss. 250 yards. 12, 12 sacks, something like that. Ooh. Is James Quick still on the team? So. Did he play at Louisville? Yeah. Him and Jason Hatcher were pals. Trying to think of players. Yeah. Louisville players. Ooh, what is um, – okay, what's more likely to happen? Kentucky scores – no, Louisville scores 35 points or Kentucky gets a 50-burner. The 50-burner is to win by 50 or to score 50? Score 50. I think – What is more likely? I think yeah. that's kind of right where it is. I think the score is going to be – 52 to 35? Yeah. Then you should be betting the over 56 <laughs> points, 56 and a half, whatever it is, 57. I think it's going to be 100 to 100 overtime. No, I don't. I think, the, ca- I think, the, I think the Cats Ooh, roll. I can't stay up that late. Even a better would you rather. Do you, do you think Kentucky is more likely to get 600 yards or 700 yards? I, I think they'll split the difference with 650. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll take the push there. If Kentucky wins the toss, do they take the ball or receive? Oh, great or question. Uh, receive. I think you receive. Really? Okay. I think you, you want to score first in this one. Oh, let's play a different game that I'm making up on the spot. Like after I, Kentucky I was definitely wins, not making up, yeah. <laughs> after Kentucky wins, which player on the team has the best L's down photograph? Because mm. not who's just going to be the best. Mark it's very random. Bully. Some years, you know, it's a photographer just happens to catch someone – Who's going to be uh, – I think Bully's the heavy favorite. You know what I always love, though, when it's someone that, like, didn't ever play. That's all right. Love <laughs> but they have just a really hard picture that's floated everywhere. Talk your trash. I could see Smoke just being oh, that's true. very Good aggressive. Point. Yeah. Very With the aggressive helmet off, he's always got a fresh lineup. Uh-huh. Very aggressive. I don't know. Let I see Kennard maybe with a U.K. flag at some point uh, yeah. after the game. Definitely. Um He's not a big Louisville fan, I've heard. He's going to have a large chain on when he does of it, course. too, which just really adds some authority I to it. I hope he has just a big skull hanging from it. Man. He's terrible. All right, yeah, Freddie, my, 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 my actual question for you, though, Freddie, more likely a Kentucky blowout or a Louisville win? And a blowout is a three-score win, so more than 10 or 14 points. More likely? Yeah. A Louisville win or a Kentucky win by 14-plus. Man, that's a tough question. Yeah, because I think that's kind of where we're at right now. It's, it's Louisville is either going to play their best game of the year and Kentucky's going to turn it over and they're going to win, or Kentucky's in a boat race. Yeah. I think that's kind of – I think that's how the game is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. And a lot of it comes down to what Stoop said. If you notice when Kentucky's played ACC teams in the past – They've just beat the shit out of them. Like, like straight bullied. Like we're gonna fight you and we're gonna beat you up and we're gonna shove you in a locker. That game against NC State last year was not a good football game. And Kentucky just bullied them for four quarters. Like they didn't play good football, but they just physically outmanned them. And part of what Stoops talked about is he's, we haven't played nearly as physical as we should have, and we got to get back to that against this Louisville team. If they can get back to that physical brain of football, I think that Kentucky, that Louisville doesn't stand a chance. I think I think the the one stat line that's going to stick out the most is turnovers. I mean, you cannot give Malik Cunningham additional possessions. Mm-hmm. The best way to beat Louisville is to keep him and that offense on the sideline. That's, that's to possess the football, don't turn it over, and score in the red zone. Louisville has not been that efficient scoring touchdowns in the red zone. No, no. And on third down. That's the two weaknesses of that offense. So, 
Early success on first down, strong on third for the Kentucky defense. Which is uh, – Bend, don't don't break in, in the red zone. Louisville's only scoring touchdowns. Let's see, I had that number somewhere. 66% of their trips in the red zone are bad. touchdowns. And so, you know what? That's, yeah. Those are refl- – like all the stats you've mentioned, between those two, bowling second-half leads and one-score losses, because I think there's something like six and – it's not Scott Frost bad in one-score yeah. losses, but – they're all reflection of poor coaching. Yeah. And that's one thing that Liam Cohen, if you look at Kentucky, the most dramatic numbers that he's injected life into, it's the red zone touchdown percentage and it's third down percentage. Can I, do, we all, do you all mind if I give you a few numbers? Please. From, we would love a few numbers. From that last year to this year. Now, Now, caveat is Kentucky played an all-SEC schedule. Yeah. And North Carolina State. So, in, in 11 games. Right. Kentucky is averaging 11 more points per game than last year. That's good. Down four yards rushing, an additional 110 passing yards per game, 106 total yards per game. Third down efficiency has been raised 15%. Man, that's crazy. That's that's passing the football. Yeah, having the ability to throw the football. Let's go to the defensive side. Sacks at this uh, Kentucky has 13 more sacks than it did this time last year, and 16 more tackles for loss. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I like those numbers, Freddie. Thanks hey, for sharing those. You're welcome. I'm, I got some numbers. Yeah. There is a 1,000% chance Wandell Robinson gets six catches at Louisville. <laughs> yes. You take that to the bank. Oh, man. I've we, got one more that's really going to be telling. Yeah. Kentucky has scored 21 more touchdowns in a red zone this year than last year. Wow. 21. You think about some of the missed opportunities, too. That number could be even higher. 11 touchdowns in a red zone last year. This year, 32. And, yeah, and they did kick the two field goals in Vandy when they were kind of playing with yeah, their food a little got bit. Got some fumbles. Yeah, three yeah. inside the five. So, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. That's why I think, like, especially when you lay it out, like we knew that – is Louisville better than they have been? Yes. But they still aren't close. They were 70 points worse over the last two times out. In when Bowden, he could just fart and they'd fall over in that game. I mean – that, that's the part that just kills me with all this is that, yes, Louisville is a little bit better, but Kentucky is still the superior team. And they're going to prove that Saturday in the Governor's Cup. And I cannot wait to watch the Cats kick the Cards' ass at Papa Murphy's Cardinal Center. I never played against Louisville, so I, I don't get into all the Louisville hate stuff. So, I, I, of the four, it's safe to say that I can take a step back and analyze the game Better More than, objectively. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I'm not capable yeah. of that. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't. So <laughs> Kentucky fans or Kentucky is worried about Malik Cunningham, mm-hmm. as they should be. Yeah. I'm Louisville not. folks are concerned about Will Levis, as they should be. Those two could cross each other out. Then, then you go to the next what Kentucky does best next. Chris Rodriguez Jr. Yeah. Louisville does not have a Chris Rodriguez Jr. Nope. Then you go, okay, let's go after Darren that. Darren Kennard. Offensive line, Luke Fortner, Darren Kennard. Louisville does not have that. I mean, they got Bentley, but. Hmm. I mean, Bentley's, yeah. Bentley's not Luke yeah. Fortner. No, no. And, the, and he's a good player, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then you go to the receiver position. Wondell Robinson is the best receiver on the field. That not even close. Right? So, objectively, you take a step back and look at this. They're, both teams should be concerned about the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. But Kentucky has a more around – Will Levis, yeah. than Louisville has around Cunningham, but and Cunningham can hurt you badly. Yep, I mean he can hurt you in a hurry. So that is something that Kentucky has to well, account for. And the, I think the one thing that you have to mention too when you talk about the defense versus Cunningham is that Kentucky's defense has been getting after quarterbacks, yeah. especially in recent weeks. I think yeah. it's about five or six sacks in the last per game, the last three. Yeah, and, and if you look at the defenses, I meant. Louisville's given up 398. Kentucky's given up 336. Louisville's probably played against some better offenses mm-hmm. as far as more quarterbacks that are, that are really, you know, they played Wake Forest. That's a good one. Played Pitt. That's a good one. Clemson, DJ is struggling, but he's still okay, yep. you know. Uh, but 200, Louisville gives up 260 yards passing a game, seven yards per attempt. That That's a lot. So, yeah. Let this thing play out. Let let these two teams let these two teams kick it oh, up and let man. the best team win. It's gonna be fun. 
I have one more concern he didn't address, and mine isn't as much personnel, but I'm just worried, like, kind of the taxes I'll have to pay on uh, the money line and then also that over 27. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like that that income that is guaranteed, uh-huh. all the paperwork that's going to have to go with that, just oh. it's such a lock. It really is. Yeah, you might want to hit up your accountant. Okay. Hit I up will. your accountant beforehand. You and my dentist. I'll hit him up too. Yeah, justicedental, mybookie.ag. We <clears> appreciate <throat> them both all for sponsoring this wonderful podcast. We appreciate you all listening to us all season long. And we really appreciate watching Kentucky just beat Louisville and their stupid Cardinal birth teeth in. Happy Thanksgiving. That yeah. too, but mostly what Nick said. Yeah, mostly what We're us. thankful for that. Thankful for a Kentucky win this Saturday in the Governor's Cup. We'll see you all next week here on the KSR Football Podcast. Go Cats, go Kroger. And peep the technique. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-427 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.